And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I invested in a, a, a reverse toilet. You sit on it facing the system. Oh, I thought you were talking about a machine that forced it back in. Because I'd go, I don't need that. I invested £350. I explained to him that I think the toilet should be reversed go on. so that you can utilise the system. To put your laptop put on. Put your laptop on yep. or a little game or something. Knitting. <laughs> the truth is, right. all you need to do is sit down the other way. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Monday, January 31st. Yes, it's somehow still January. I'm J.E. Skeets, and <laughs> alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tassie? We got the Tap Shot Hot Boy himself, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Back in the classic factory, it's the international man of mystery taking it to the Max Lielis. Friends. Mm, Lily. It's good to see you. How are you feeling, man? Not too bad, thanks. Okay. Yeah, it's always good to come to a welcome back like that from JD the Cold Open. I think you must have been saving that <laughs> one, especially for me. Thank yes, you, JD. Uh, making the magic happen. Super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Were you saving it for Lily? Uh, actually, uh, it came in over the weekend. Somebody mm-hmm. sent it in, and uh, I was like, well, this screams Lee, and Lee's coming back. So there was a little bit of... Uh, a nice little, little synergy. There. A little synergy, yeah. Excellent. Uh, shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second, like the video. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Share the show, leave your comments both in the stream team and below the video there in the comments section. Email in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. I'm sure we'll hit the beach at some point this week to answer a few of your cues. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. A couple of things here. Because uh, we haven't had you here in the Classic Factory in a while. And we had a lot of sports happening. Oh, not yeah. just basketball. Do you like sports? Some of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a big not football across fan? the board. No, no, I don't really get into football, no. Oh, the beautiful game or the... No, the, the real beautiful the, the game. Skin. Yes, yes, oh, okay. yes. The no. pig skin, no. No. What was your favorite sporting <laughs> event? I was waiting for the hog skin, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I was favorite... just, I'll let them talk. I'll, I'll say hog skin later. <laughs> uh, favorite event was uh, Australia uh, women's tennis. Ashley Barty broke through 44-year drought. She won the Australian Open on Saturday. Whoa. Yeah, uh, an incredible performance. She didn't drop a set for the whole tournament. She was down 5-1 in the second set, came back to win in straight sets against Danielle Collins from the United States. Okay. Fantastic. So sorry, she's Australian. <laughs> she's Australian. She's ranked number one in the world. She's a three-time Grand Slam winner. And uh, first, as I say, for an Australian in 44 years. Incredible performance. Right. And did you watch the men's as well? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, uh, Rafael Nadal came back from two sets down. I mean, what a fight. This guy... This guy is a true inspiration to uh, athletes out there. He had surgery. He didn't know if he was going to come back and play at all. He goes out. He's down two sets against Medvedev. Look gone. Hey, by the way, super sweaty club, Rafael Nadal is the chairman (laughs) of the super... I mean, he's got his his pictures wedgy every time. And uh, yeah, he came back and won, became the first man, of course, to win 21 Grand Slams, now stands alone. And this morning was rocking this awesome T-shirt with his name Rafa, right? But the R in Rafa had a two. And then the uh, F in in fur, 
<laughs> had a one, so it had the twenty ones spelled out there. Rafa twenty one. Uh, so fantastic to do it. He, last one the Australian Open two thousand nine. Crazy. Thirteen years ago, and now he stands alone and uh, fantastic performance. <laughs> What other sports did you watch? <laughs> I'm out on sports. No? That's, a, that's a lot of sports. I know, Bengals Rams, I know you're setting Canada this up. The World Cup you're setting this up because you want to talk about the WWE. You want to talk about the No, Royal that's Rumble. the last. The Royal Rumble sucked. Well, Trey called it. Yeah, isn't he did. That, Trey called that? Brock Lesnar winning it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, was, uh, it was not the most exciting of Royal Rumbles out there. Uh, if you're listing sports that I like, <laughs> yeah. a good Royal Rumble would be high on the list. Sure. Uh, top 21 for sure. But uh, <laughs> basically, uh, the most boring Rumble that I can remember. And then Brock Lesnar just came in and it was over in like three seconds. He's like, hey, I'm here. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Guys, the best part bloop. of this year's Royal Rumble, I'm not even exaggerating, was Johnny Knoxville from Jackass fame. Wow. And Bad Bunny, the musical Oh, yeah, artist. I saw Bad Bunny They were in the there. best part of the rumble uh that's not usually a good sign <laughs> i would have loved if bad bunny won the rumble yeah he was because there were some rumblings that he was gonna <laughs> he was gonna win it he did not uh, on twitter uh, is bad bunny gonna win this thing no not the integrity of the wwe they wouldn't allow that <laughs> <laughs> they no, would they might uh and football were you uh, watching these games yesterday we got a crazy bengals Rams super bowl here let's just get all the sports out of the way yeah i was uh, watching them sling the hog skin out there <laughs> yeah. there we go <laughs> yeah people were saying there's no way these games live up to the games we saw last right. weekend nothing was quite uh on the level of bills versus chiefs but we got a couple of close ones uh and yeah, we got a nice uh, Super Bowl matchup coming here. The Bengals going to the Super Bowl. I would have to imagine that they're going to have most fans cheering for them, though it's not yeah. like the Rams have a ton of success, though they are the big-name team, no doubt about it. But let's go Bengals on this side, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, you can't bet against Joe right now. Can't bet against Joe? Is this stat, Joe cool? is this stat true that... Only Joe Namath and Joe Montana have won a national championship and a Super Bowl. I think it is, which is weird. I don't joke. Because we could have a third <laughs> joke. <laughs> Joe Burrow, if they can pull it off. Uh, speaking, and, of, speaking of shirts, Joe Burrow was asked if the diamond <laughs> necklace on his shirt around his neck was real. And he said, I make way too much money to <laughs> yeah. have fake diamonds. Yeah, yeah. And it, he's on. just such a nice, genuine guy. I saw him, uh, I think it was him, sucking on a cigar after the game. <laughs> Well, he he's done that after the national championship. Oh, Are you sure he no. didn't see an old gif or something? I don't think so. I, thought, <laughs> oh, I think maybe. I saw him walking around. I thought, you know, I, I get the celebrationary aspect of making the Super Bowl, but isn't the cigar sort of more the, like, you know, win okay, it, now you've won. Yeah. Well, you got two weeks to get it out of your yeah, system. I just mean, like, that. that's more like, you know, this, the cigar, the championship cigar is like, when you complete the championship. I yeah. guess, though, we give trophies in the Eastern Conference finals and hats and shirts. <laughs> right. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. Uh, this hats. is a basketball podcast, I promise you. But to wrap up all the sports from this weekend. There you go. Canada, honestly, defeating America in a World Cup qualifying uh, oh, that's huge. match oh, in Hamilton oh, at a place called Tim Hortons Field <laughs> in the freezing cold. Oh, hey. And uh, I, I don't want to jinx it, but Canada looks like they are actually going to be playing in the World Cup here, the men's team. Oh, uh, I imagine Australia and Canada get the same group. Wouldn't that be oh. awesome? And the U.S. maybe, because the U.S. will still go. We're doing a game. live watch party. All right. Happens. All right. Uh, you know a lot more about soccer. Than <laughs> I do, but. Not much these days, but uh, yeah, it should be okay. fun. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. When's the uh, World Cup? December. What? Yeah. Yeah. In uh, this, this year? Oh, it's in Qatar. Glorious yeah, yeah. footballing nation of Qatar. 
<laughs> Doha. Who's going to be in Doha for the World Cup final? Hey, are you are you excited for the Winter Olympics? They, you said uh, they started already. Yeah, I think I think they started already. I saw something about what the event did they guy. start? I don't know, but you know, oh. it's the same with the Summer Olympics. They I know, usually I know. start so a couple of events. It starts this weekend, but they qualify. They, they, oh, is it this weekend? They start? well, yeah. the actual Olympics start this weekend. Oh, the but you know, ceremonies is on fr- like Friday. But they, they get in their the they Olympics get in their work. skis to start the ski. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be okay. skiing for like five days. Is, oh. it, is it a cross-country ski? What is the event uh, that has to start five days before? I don't know, man. Maybe it usually has the boring ones like cross-country skiing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, they got to go across the whole country. Start them early. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Here's one more thing I wanted to touch on before we get to the basketball. Your shirt. <laughs> the, the infamous, what you said away? was an ugly shirt, <laughs> and you walked into the studio this morning, we were like, it's not that bad, it looks pretty good on you. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was disappointed when I put it what? on this morning. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was disappointed that my shirt looked too good when I put it on this morning. I even walked upstairs. Thanks, JD. Get a nice shot of my brownies. <laughs> <laughs> this is my main concern, is the nipples and, of course... Oh, the pits, yeah. <laughs> the nips and the pits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'd known, I would have worn my uh, my turtleneck in there as well. It's oh, you didn't know it's Ugly Shirt Week? No. Yeah. Well, you don't listen to the podcast when you're not here, you jerk. <laughs> yeah, I people are saying the shirt isn't as ugly as they were expecting. I think it's a nice color on you, I'm being honest. I'll wear my, my second choice for ugliest shirt tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to wear my worst shirts this entire week. <laughs> Ooh, worst shirt week. <laughs> <laughs> worst shirt week. <laughs> WSW. All right, I like it. Okay, so uh, it's Monday here. We're doing winners and losers of the NBA weekend, but first, Guys, we had a wedgie, wedgie number 24. It's been a while. This is only our second wedgie of 2022. It was uh, it was Beasley there for the Timberwolves, s- sticking it, a three-point wedgie. A real Roll sticker, it, real yeah. sticker. And watch the follow-through. He keeps it there. <laughs> like, it's still there. And then he's scratching his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did that happen? Respect. <laughs> so, yes, wedgie number 24. Uh, we are definitely not on a pace we'd like to see. Like I said, only two in the last uh, month, but that's okay. Hmm. Dave Benz even said he thinks it was only his first wedgie too for the season. You know what's funny? Uh, I went and checked. uh, The Wolves, that was the Wolves Jazz game, correct? Uh, They had a wedgie previously this season, Hmm. but it was in Utah. So maybe it was was the first wedgie in Minnesota. I didn't didn't crunch the numbers on that. Okay. Uh, Winners of the NBA weekend. Play along in the stream team. Let's hear uh, who you think should get the honor. We won't get to everything, unfortunately, because we just talked about all the other sports. Uh, But, Lee, get us started here. Your winner of the NBA weekend. Uh, The Memphis Grizzlies surge just continues. A fantastic weekend for them. Friday, shorthanded win over the... uh, A win over the shorthanded Jazz. Uh, Kept it close, but the Grizz pulled away at the end. And then on a back-to-back against the Wizards on Saturday night... Really impressive victory once again. Uh, there's so much to talk about here with the Memphis Grizzlies. They've got right. so many things. I've got more tabs open than an 80s movie just with all Memphis Grizzlies like um, uh, that stats and facts and things like As that. More the, the drink tab. Yes, the drink uh, tab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I thought I'd slip it in so he was paying attention. Anyway, look, they're clear third in the West <laughs> and they might even stay there right now. They're three games back of the Warriors. They can still get them, but they're about five and a half now up on the Jazz who yeah. really are sort of... Uh, the, the season's slipping away from Utah a bit here. But let's go and have a look here at the Memphis Grizzlies because... They lead the league in so many categories that are really important and impressive. Rebounds, steals, and blocks. And then that translates into advanced stats like fast break points, points in the paint, and second chance points. Stephen Adams does such a great job giving them second opportunities. But they also, you know, remember Draymond Green a few weeks ago saying, like, no one has highlight real plays on defense. No one talks about defense. The Memphis Grizzlies have (laughs) incredible highlights on defense. You know, uh, the other thing is um, 
You know, we talk about you're not supposed to showboat at the end of the game if your team's winning. You know, you know no throwing down alley-oops or reverses. Jarrett Culver had a highlight reel block on Denny Avdia in the last possession of the game on Saturday night. Came out of nowhere and smashed the ball just completely out of bounds. That's the reverse of like showboating on defense when a team's just, just give them the basket. No, but what that does say, it just shows how locked in this team is defensively. Again, leading the league by a mile in blocks uh, and steals. And they have got so many guys. De'Anthony Melton gets out there and gets after it. He creates steals, turns them straight into fast break points. They are doing so many incredible things uh, collectively. Everyone who goes out on, on that on the floor for them defends and hustles and works hard. It's an incredible turnaround from where they were earlier in the season. So defense, okay, let's talk about that. Get that out of the way now. And now let's talk about the sexy stuff. Jar Morant. I don't know where he is on the MVP tracker right now. If he's not top Well, four, on Basketball Reference's MVP tracker, he's actually down, I believe, at ninth. Really? Yeah. Wow. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem accurate to me because now I know you know Jokic had an incredible weekend and beat up there Giannis of yep. course those guys. But what he's doing for his team, especially recently, has just been incredible. He's uh, had thirty or more in his last six games. Has been incredible, shooting the ball well, getting assists. But also Jaron Jackson Jr. His game lately has been incredible. Again, defensively, he's had fourteen blocks in his last three games. Going after it, Bradley Beal is another highlight uh, real block on Saturday night. Beal beats him. Bill, he's about to lay it up, and then Jared, uh, Jackson comes out of nowhere and just swats it. Like he is so active at closing out, and again, when you're a bit younger and you're a bit more athletic, you can make up that ground. He's mm-hmm. got that length, and he gets back there. So, the Grizzlies right now are absolutely fine. They feel ahead of the schedule. They feel like they shouldn't be quite this good, right? You know, and are they a legit contender? I would say probably not still, but they're getting harder and harder to sort of disprove from that because of again when you see all these stats they play the uh, Philadelphia 76ers tonight that is should be an absolute cracker of a game so everything right now for Memphis is just uh, it's just rosy and they're great they're fun to watch and they're winning and they're doing it on the both ends agree with his pick here to get us started yeah fantastic stuff um, obviously the highlights are yeah, they're pouring in every game, every Grizzlies game. And so, yeah, obviously exciting. I guess if you're talking about their playoff feasibility, the thing that happens in the playoffs is that other teams pick up their defense. So being the number one transition team will slow down eventually. Right, they're right. they're going to have to beat teams in the half court a little bit more, but they're still top 10 offense and defense and still the sexiest story of the NBA. And it's fantastic that they're still up there in the top four of the Western Conference. And it looks like, they ain't leaving that. So we will see a home playoff series for Memphis for that great arena. So, yes, it's going to be a blast watching them. You're going to come with us when we go to Memphis for a playoff game? We're going to fly. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. We're <laughs> flying, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So the Grizzlies gets us started here. Uh, Trey, let's go to you next. Winner of the weekend. Checking my notes here. <laughs> I have the Orlando Magic. Ah, what? <laughs> As winners of the weekend, the worst team in the league, winners of the weekend, that's. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Great weekend for the Magic. They beat the Pistons on Friday. The big story in this one, Franz Wagner outdueled Cade Cunningham. 24 points for Franz. He went 7 of 12 for the field. Meanwhile, with uh, Jalen Suggs playing defense there, Cade Cunningham just 8 points on 3 of 17 shooting. Cade is maybe the rookie of the year of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And Franz Wagner certainly outplayed him, and you get the contributions from Suggs as well. I think if you're a Magic fan, you have to at least be a little bit happy that they took that matchup and won it. I also think that Franz Wagner is a guaranteed uh, lock 
for future good Gord teams. He reminds me so much of Gordon Hayward, not just because he's white, but the <laughs> fact that he gets in the lane a lot, but doesn't always get to the rim. He's got a lot yeah. of tricky finishes, a lot of like a lefty off the glass sort of things and dinkers and dumpers. And that to me is very good Gord of him. On Saturday, the news came in, Cole Anthony has committed to the dunk contest. Yeah. I'm refusing to get hyped for this dunk contest. Okay, good. <laughs> refusing. Just lower expectations. That's exactly I like right. I like it. I was happy to see uh, Cole Anthony's high school dunk tape. Now, this is before he had an injury to his knee. It looks like he can still jump to me. And I don't think we've had a long-haired guy in the contest for a while. So that should be interesting to see. Ooh. Certainly not a long-haired guard. Kenneth Farid, I think, was the last long-haired oh, guy wow. I remember. Good call. That's been a while. Uh, so that was Saturday and Sunday. They finished it off by beating the Dallas Mavericks on a game winner from good Gord Franz Wagner. Some nice defense from Chuma Okiki in this one. He ripped Doncic uh, right at half court, just took the ball from him for a fast break layup. And then in the last real Dallas Mavericks possession, he just was stuck to Doncic, couldn't get by him. Doncic had to give the ball up. It ended up being a shot, I think, for Kleba. Uh, also some great stuff from Mo Wagner in this one. He had so many dunks just wide open in the lane. So, yeah, I thought it was a great weekend for the Orlando Magic. Two wins. They got a guy in the dunk contest. It ain't getting much better for the Mavericks or for the Magic this season, so a good one. I'll also throw this in there. The only actual Orlando Magic fan I know is a guy named Brent. And he runs our pickup game, Skeets. Oh, yeah. And he sent an email this week saying we're getting the pickup run started again. So this was a, a banner week uh, you just for the Magic me. as far as I'm money. concerned. Yeah. Uh, did you pay him yet? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I want my star power by saying I'm in. You know, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> i hit you on Venmo, Brent. Um, yeah. Cole Anthony, were you surprised by Cole Anthony saying, okay, I'm going to the dunk house? I was a little bit. I was like, how, first off, how tall is he? Yeah. And then does he have the hops? But yeah, you saw these old clips going around. He's charismatic. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Like. And he wants to be in it. So you think he totally. knows he's going to have to bring something. Because, yep. yeah, I, I've seen a few fast break dunks and they're not yeah. much more than just like a sort of get run down and dunk it. You yeah, know, yeah. like he doesn't seem to have too much flair because he's just not big enough. But uh, I, I, if anyone wants to be in it, then great. Uh, let's right. see what they can do because that's the problem right now. We've got Ja Morant who's like, I'm not going in it. We all <laughs> Throwing want to... down a windmill alley. Ah, on exactly, the yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know. He's teasing us. If Cole can there, And Cole's got incredibly positive energy. So yeah. I feel that he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to make this good. I'm going to make this memorable for people. Let's hope so. So Cole Anthony is a lock. I'm pretty sure Obi Toppin is going back in this. There's a lot of rumors that Jalen Green uh, from the Rockets. So that's a you know, decent little three. Who knows if the... You know, there should be a fourth. I don't know who it'll be. Um, but I'm with you, Trey. The best the best way to always tackle a dunk contest is just go in with almost no expectations. Exactly. Yeah. No expectations. Yeah. They didn't even do a dunk contest last year. I know what you're thinking. They did. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't They count. didn't. No. I'm throwing Anthony that one out. Simons, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Was yeah, it? I think it was Anthony Simons. <laughs> it was it? It's yeah. a forgettable With no fans uh, yeah. in attendance. Okay. So it's well, been a year off, and this is going to be a good one. They're bringing it back. Yeah. Bury the expectations just like watching the Orlando Magic. Zero expectations for that team, so you can only be pleased when Franz Wagner is the go-to guy at the end of games. That's what he was doing against the Magic. He was the guy to create everything, instigate everything, and he was doing a decent job. I mean, he is not a number one guy, but to get him number eight in the draft and to have a team that Luka hates playing yeah. against. He hates playing against the Wagners. Hates it. <laughs> Both of them he get under his skin. to, uh, to Mo. Mo, yeah. Yeah, Mo's got under his skin a couple times yeah. this year. So it's I think great. Mo gets under a few guys. Yeah, too. for yeah. sure. Uh, Tass, who do you have for an NBA weekend winner? Well, we've talked about Andrew Wiggins for years and years and years. And every time we look at him and we think, oh, this guy's got to put it together. That's when things sort of fall apart for True. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. And with all the talk about him being an all-star starter at the end of the week, you could expect 
maybe that Andrew Wiggins wouldn't live up to expectations. But Saturday night, a phenomenal game for him. Uh, he went into national TV, an ABC game, pregame, a Van Gundy, a Mark Jackson, and a Mike Breen talking on the broadcast about Andrew Wiggins. Is he an all-star starter? All that stuff. So I would expect Andrew Wiggins to have a ho-hum game, but he came in the first quarter, 14 big points in that first quarter, and they were able to win a game on national TV against the Brooklyn Nets. Huge spotlight because Wiggins was able to carry the show because Steph Curry did not have a good shooting night. Klay Thompson did not have a good shooting night, 5 of 18 to 5 of 14. And uh, he picked a great spot. For once in Andrew Wiggins' career, he picked a really good spot to show what he's worth. And of course, like Franz Wagner, he's not a number one guy. But uh, he's not. He, he's living up to expectations because he's finally able to take a number two or number three spot. And the 24 points, more importantly, great defense for the Warriors, who still maintain the number one defense, even though I think we've all sort of I don't know. I've just uh, been a little disappointed with the, the Warriors of late and how the Suns are taking that one spot in the Western Conference, but they're balling six and one homestand. They just finished up, only lost a game uh, in OT, and the, the game was you know lots of misses, but kind of lived up to the hype at the end. A nice Curry Clay uh, two man play there where Clay s- uh, sealed it with a beauty of a shot, mm-hmm. and so the Warriors playing well and Andrew Wiggins. Hey, he's an all-star. Everybody everybody <laughs> respect the guy for what he is. A third man, you called him Chris Middleton. Sure, sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, is he a starter? Probably not. But again, the players voted him as the fifth best forward. That means there's respect going around uh, around the league for Andrew Wiggins. It's happening, baby. What, and what a steal of a trade. When you think back, D'Angelo Russell <laughs> and a first-round pick for Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I'm so, Yeah, so they got – yeah, sorry. The Wiggins and a first-round pick yeah. for D'Angelo Russell, I should say. Not bad. Not bad for the Warriors. Yeah, we missed you last mm. week. Uh, did you have any thoughts on Wiggins getting voted as an all-star starter? Uh, well, a couple of things. I mean, the fact is that Rudy and Draymond were probably right. the most likely to get in. But based on the way the system goes, Wiggins has been playing. He got the vote. He's had a, a good season that stood out a lot more. But he's not more deserving than a Devin Booker or Chris Paul. And so right. that's where they need to make the next adjustment. Either scrap all the positions or uh, just... It's just it's disrespectful to the Phoenix Suns to not have one of their guys starting when Andrew Wiggins is beneficiary of some good fortune going his way. He's been good this season. There's no doubt he's been good, and and, and the Warriors have found a way to make him the best version of himself. But that sort of glamorous, it's like your first team All NBA. You know, like if you're a starter in the All Star game, it just carries more weight than being an All Star, I think. Mm-hmm. And now Wiggins has got that forever, and I I don't think he's fully deserving. But that's. Uh, he is, so who cares? You know? <laughs> well, maybe the Suns will be happy to know that Monty Williams will be the coach of Team LeBron <laughs> at the All-Star Game in Cleveland. It's official because the Suns won, and I have them as another uh, winner of the weekend here. Uh, I feel like this is probably like the fourth or fifth time I've had the Phoenix Suns as a winner of the weekend. Uh, they won 115-110 against the Spurs on Sunday night, pushed their record to an NBA best 40-9, and meaning no other team is going to pass them here in the West before uh, February 6th, which is the cutoff for All-Star Game consideration. So Monty Williams is going to be coaching Team LeBron. Uh, a lot of a lot of cool comments after the game from like Chris Paul and a lot of guys on the Suns. Like this was one of their like little mini goals to get to get Monty Williams and the coaching staff, uh, you know, that that honor to be the All-Star coaches. But Devin Booker, you know, 28 points in this game, bridges out of the season high 26. He was great, and the Suns overcame. A decent little deficit in the fourth quarter. They were down 12. And how did they do it? 
Well, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul. And, and Devin Booker <laughs> yeah, hit yeah. two he massive, hit two. Yeah, massive threes. It was the start of that fourth quarter. I Chris know. Paul just the, exactly the same thing, dropping off to Cam uh, Cam Johnson yep. there for a couple of dunks and uh, bridges as well. It was like, how many times are we going to see Chris Paul just say, okay, you've had three quarters of fun, now I'm just going to close this game out. I, I just, I still can't, I know I sound like a broken record. I can't believe the Suns are like the fourth best odds to win the title. Still. Yeah. I can understand that in the preseason, even though they went to the finals last year and they got some breaks because of injuries and stuff like that but still they're plus 700 to win the title like that is what 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 am i missing mm. here is nobody watching them because they do it by committee they're ensemble as we've seen like obviously you just throw biombo in and suddenly he's like playing like a 20 and 10 great guy. legs great legs on that guy they're unselfish but then <laughs> they have star players they have two of them that can like win you games they're 17 and 3 best clutch team in the league in the in games that are like within five points in the final five minutes, seventeen and three. Put a bet on them. Put a bet on I mean, them, it's just and then you can show you can show your ticket at the end of the year, yeah. and you can and you can revel in it. But, you can but show the little yeah. number at the bottom. The like everybody's doing these like, days. They're obviously like they're pissed off because no one thinks they're all that good, and like you know they went to the finals and lost last year and having a lead and stuff like that. So they got that. They, you know, it's like they have all the right ingredients to me to like. They're they're legit. At this point, we played fifty games and they haven't even lost ten yet. They're just mm. kicking ass. They're top three on both sides of the basketball. Where are you getting those uh, seven hundred? Uh, uh, I think it's BetMGM. Uh, yeah. I might just throw a hundred. Yeah, bucks let's on go, it. I mean, man. Why not? Why not? Because <laughs> especially when you look at like the Bucks getting spanked last night at home. Right. You know, they've had some good moments. They've also had a couple of clunkers in there. Well, the Nets are still the favorites. Ah. The Warriors are second, and it's I believe around the Bucks and the and the uh, Suns. Yeah, I, I just this Suns team is is so incredible because everybody contributes, but then when it's like a five point game within the final five minutes, it's like it's okay. Mm. We got the greatest guy you'd ever want to have the ball in his hands, and then we got a real clutch making sh- you know shooting guard, an all star in, in Devin Booker. It's a hell of a combo. Can you bet against teams to win the title? <laughs> Go on. It, well, <laughs> and on every other team. <laughs> you just said the Brooklyn Nets are the favorite. Lee threw up his hand if you're not watching. Like, get out of here. Can Maybe there's some good odds. Well, so bet maybe, against maybe we the just Nets. do what uh, what our our guy uh, Cam would do uh, with, the, oh, yeah, with yeah. the golfers, you know, <laughs> back like eleven teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, I got Cam the one playing two to one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I've got the Suns again. We don't. I don't think we need to say much more. But uh, pretty impressive comeback victory over over the Spurs, who are missing a lot of their guys. Let's no get to the Raptors, man. They yeah. had a Saturday night. Well, that it was, was the game of the weekend, yeah, for, for sure. One twenty four, one twenty. That was the score. Triple overtime game on Saturday night. Uh, the Raptors outlasted Miami. Awesome game. Like, playoff vibes to oh, it yeah. for sure. These are two awesome, great teams. Raps, the Raps five starters all played over 54 minutes uh, in this game. Again, triple overtime, so it's a little wild. But Spicy P. Spicy. He, uh, he had 21-13, So we nearly had mm. the old 5-by-5 five five game. Very, very close. Maybe one more overtime and he gets it done. Uh, Van Vliet hit some big threes. You know, Butler was special in this. Tyler Hero had, like... I don't know four or five chances to win this yeah. game, and like yeah, um, a couple, a couple were like like in and out, yeah. or it's probably a heat win. But really fun game. I highly recommend you go check out the uh, at least the highlights of this one. Yeah, what did I, you want to say? Go ahead. Well, well, yeah. So uh, when you know right at the end there, there was that controversial play, and it looked like the ball was going to be Miami's. With they were up by two with like the, the time had actually expired, and they put some more time yeah. back on. I saw that, and I'm like, I'm going to bed. The Heat have won this game. I woke, wow. I woke up in the morning and I'm scrolling Twitter and I see you tweet your usual when the Raptors win like Pass thumbs yeah, up. yeah. And, and, and you said I'm tired, I'm tired. and I'm like, I'm like I wonder why he tweeted that like, <laughs> like does he just tweet it after every game now 
because I was like, they <laughs> like there's the no game. way the Raptors yeah, they lost yeah. the game, and then and so I'm just like, all right, maybe I don't know, maybe he was out on their drinks or whatever, and he just thought he tweeted early, something like that. <laughs> and then it wasn't until like an hour later, and I'm so, you know going over the scores, and then I'm like, what what happened there? Right. Three overtimes. You must have been really confused when you read Nick Van Vliet leads <laughs> yeah, yes. the Raptors to a <laughs> yeah, victory. Yeah. Come on, yes, well, Nick Nurse was going completely mad too in that last thirty seconds. Was that controversial no call on uh, when uh, OG just fell down? He did. He just fell down. Yeah. He wanted. He wanted the push. Wasn't really a push at all. He just sort of his his foot buckled there. But that was why. And then I was like, oh my god, now I have to go back and watch three overtimes. I, oh, I know. And then it. in the second overtime, there was the uh, Gabe Vincent, I believe it was, hit the three. Yeah. But Spolster had called a timeout. The crowd like didn't really yeah. realize that Spolster had called timeout. The broadcast didn't realize it, at least the Heat broadcast. Uh, and he knocked it down, but it didn't count, of course, yeah. because it was timeout. Yeah. So it was just crazy. Craziness. The same thing happened on uh, on uh, Saturday in the Ja Morant and the Wizards game, where Ja Morant, they got the block. Desmond Bain, incredible block, go down the other end. Jaron Jackson throws the ball. Ja Morant grabs it, windmills, windmills. It, and they call it off, right? Yeah, because it was because it was a charge called on. No, it was a block. A block, excuse me, called. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you yeah. assumed it was a charge. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And then the Wizards challenged and won the challenge, but the ref said Ja Morant was in his shooting motion by the time they called it. So That's the weird. basket counted. He was nowhere near in his shooting motion. So the Wizards challenged, won, but lost. They had two points given right. against them. They would have been better off just letting the the, the foul as the block stand right, and take right, that right, foul. Right. So, oh man, what a crazy nice Saturday night was. <laughs> Back to the Raptors. Yeah. Back to the Raptors. So wild broadcast. you didn't stay up for the three <laughs> overtime. Oh, well, I was, like, there's no, I was like, this is one of those ones where it's going to be the heat ball. They can't uh, they can't possibly lose it from here. But then Scotty said, oh, went to the line and, oh, uh, and knocked yeah. in the two free throws. Two Beautiful free looking throws. free throws. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- yeah, and he got fouled on a putback, which has become a bit of Scotty's MO, just going after those rebounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, then OG playing great. Great defense on Jimmy Butler yep. just to hold him off just enough so he let it go after the yep. buzzer. He had the two biggies there, Barnes and then OG and then Siakam, the three biggies all working together. Pascal Siakam, what a redemption story. Literally. He's going to be the I biggest was, snub of the All-Star game. I mean, he's not making it and he had a he, bad, bad start to the season. Yeah, but and he missed a he lot is of time. on fire the last six weeks. But, Both ends too. I mean, you saw the two blocks on Jimmy yeah. Butler, I'm sure. Yeah, it's But it's great for him because... A lot of people wanted to trade him after having an all-NBA year, goes into the bubble. The playoffs were not good for him Mm -hmm. during that all-NBA year. Then the Tampa year, the Raps had to play in Tampa, not a good year. Uh, But now is more of a comfortable place where he's, you know, a number two-ish guy. And just back to being himself, he was incredible. That that two-effort play with 2.30 left when he was under the hoop and Jimmy Butler came in for a drive and Siakam comes in to challenge at, at the rim and then is able to get up and block him again on yeah. a second effort. I mean, that's that that defense of those three guys, I, I, I want to jumble them all together because it's fun, man. It's fun when they have – it was it was a great – it was like the, the Heat looking in a mirror against a really good uh, defensive trio there in yeah. Siakam and OG. And it was a, you know, a game that's going down to the wire, if you want to call it a 90s Eastern Conference game. Uh, like really good, really good defense in that game. So it was a really fun playoff atmosphere. I'm fascinated to see what Masai Ujiri does at the trade deadline here mm. because the Raptors starting five have proven over the last couple of weeks, you know, when Gary Trent Jr. is popping in 30 and then like you said, like the, the small ball version of them with all of their switchy uh, bigs, they can hang with any team in this league. Their starters can. <laughs> and then the bench is like, whoa, we don't even have one so we won't yeah. even play it. And I, I just wonder if there's any move for Masai Ujiri to make to like has he can has he seen them play the last couple of weeks and go damn I mean we really are good starting five we just need some help 
would anybody trade a human body for Goran Dragic? Like, that would just help, right? Like, that's yeah. a guy who you're paying money who isn't playing who theoretically would be helpful to some teams I out there. I think the Cavs could use him so bad. You see sure. Rondo play for him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sure, you got, you got an extra guy you want to throw over here? Mm. I would I would trade him for literally anybody to help because I mean they played like you're saying 55 minutes for all of the starters they basically played two guys off the bench in a three overtime yeah, game yeah. in January mm. that's worrying long no term. no for sure yeah the Cavs have bodies too would you trade him for a Dean or a Dylan <laughs> uh, you know one of those guys Dean have... and Dylan on the Danforth I saw Woo-wee. I saw a Rockets fan tweeting at me this morning I think it was Clutch fan saying is there a three way deal between Dragic going to Cleveland to help them out as a backup point guard. Eric Gordon going to the Raptors as like a guy that you could like bring off the bench theoretically, and then and then picks going to Houston uh, as they build for the future. Mm. I was like, sure. something that could be made there. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, how much value? What, what's it? Because Eric Gordon, I think, has got one year left on his deal, unguaranteed though. No, yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed, it is guaranteed next year. Is it? Yeah, okay, yeah. And then a, an unguaranteed after. Yeah, oh, okay. So yeah. yeah, so you're on the hook for another twenty million for Eric Gordon. But I mean, he still gives you what you expect from him. Just. Scoring the best three-point shooter in the league yeah, right now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, the Raptors could use him. Oh, God, yeah. We'll I, see. I like Dylan and Dean on the Danforth, though. <laughs> Dylan too and Dean. D- too yeah. many Ds on the Danforth. <laughs> too, too many, many Ds. A uh, couple other winners I wanted to slip in yeah. here. The Nuggets, uh, you said they crushed the box by 36. They improved to 4-0 on the six-game mm. road trip here uh, and matched their longest winning streak of the season. And with the Jazz, like... Floundering because of a lot of injuries and guys out of the lineup, uh, and Joe Ingles now oh. added to that list. Ooh, that look! I, I, I got sick almost this morning watching yeah. that one. Uh, if we see him again this season, I'll be shocked. His that knee buckled. Um, but the Nuggets are like right behind them. Yeah, and Jokic eighteen, fifteen, nine. I mean, he just picked apart the, the Bucks, and they had thirty nine assists, and and here they are, and it's only going to help your prediction task of Jokic going back to back as mm-hmm. an MVP. Like, I agree. Case to be made if they're top four. There's a case to be made if they're just in right the playoffs, yeah. but I mean, basketball reference, his probability jumped quite a bit here as they got very close to uh, the four seed. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think they believe that one of their stars has come back, or both, in Murray and Porter, so mm-hmm. I think their second half will be buoyed a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Jokic is part of it, for sure. The Jazz is really weird how basically everybody is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sure feels like game to game to game to game, so that's a, that's a weird scenario there. I can't believe, though, here in the Classic Factory, in Atlanta, no one taking mm. the Atlanta Hawks as a winner of the weekend. Seven straight wins, Lee. Yeah. I thought for sure you were going to take them as they passed the Knicks and Wizards in the play-in race. Yeah. <laughs> They're up to 10th. Yeah. Uh, did you see the fourth quarter, too, from uh, Onyeka Okongwu last night? He mm. was incredible. Putbacks and throw. I mean, it's funny. On the broadcast, they're saying the Lakers are too small. Outside of Davis, yes. But they've got Anthony Davis out there, and he was just not doing anything defensively. Now... You know, he's coming off an injury, he's recovering, but uh, Okongwu was just incredible, yeah. I thought. Uh, Trey Young as well, he's been playing really well for them. So it's a surprising surge. Maybe it is the... just the, the, <laughs> Deja vu. It yeah. is, it is. So. They didn't have to fire their coach, though. No, no, maybe they just sort of floated that out there. Maybe we'll f- fire Nate. Although Nate missed a couple of games. Maybe that was good enough, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like they just pick one guy they're going to be mad at for the entire first half of the season. Last year it was Lloyd Pierce, this year it was Cam, Cam Reddish. Reddish. They're like, yeah. get him out of here and we're good. Yeah. He's not a Cam Reddish. Why did the Knicks trade for ah, him? I've got that in my notes. Like, well, I've got oh. the Okongwu stuff in my notes right. for losers, so let's call this a tease. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I've got the Hawks stuff in losers for my notes. <laughs> of course, they're winners. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, let's take our first break. Let's hear from everybody out there, especially in the stream team, your uh, other winners of the NBA weekend. When we come back, we'll get to the losers. But, Lily, what do you got? 
This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, let's get to losers of the weekend. Trey, why don't you get us started? Yeah, loser of the weekend. Put a couple L's on it. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. Two Los Angeleses for Los Angeles. Remember that sweet win they had against the Nets? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was awesome. What a turning point in the season. Anthony Davis is back. <laughs> they look incredible. Three straight losses since then, and they've honestly all been kind of bummers. On Friday, uh, the Lakers lost to the Hornets. No Anthony Davis, no LeBron in this one. Charlotte scored 58 points in the paint, and you'll remember they start a Plumley as their center. <laughs> Ish Smith was literally unguardable in this game. 22 <laughs> points on 10 of 12 shooting. And there was just zero defensive resistance at all. They still had a chance in the fourth quarter because Russell Westbrook caught fire. We kept seeing a lot of pictures or a lot of shots of Michael Jordan getting so mad oh. at the Hornets, <laughs> like just furious at the Hornets for blowing the lead. But when Westbrook starts hitting threes, Westbrook wants to keep taking threes. So down two, Westbrook just settles and chucks one up. He said, hey, I made two before. <laughs> it's not a bad shot. That was a bad shot. Should have went to the hoop, I would have to say. Nonetheless... A loss on Friday night. Yesterday's loss to the Hawks, just as ugly. 11-point lead for the Lakers yeah. going into the fourth. But again, zero interest in defense or physicality, and Okongwu went crazy. Four dunks in the fourth quarter for Onyeka Okongwu. Anthony Davis scored five points. I think he ended up with 27. He was invisible to me in the second half. 62 points in the paint for Atlanta. Worst of it all, though, is that LeBron missed all three of these games with general swelling in his knee. Frank Bogle says he's out until the swelling is gone. He flew back home to Los Angeles yesterday rather than sticking around with the team uh, to be there for the Hawks. They're now 24 and 27. That's their low watermark so far uh, this season. There's no way they're getting out of the play-in tournament, I don't think. I mean, like, they yeah. could win in the play-in tournament, but I mean, I don't think they're going to get to sixth. Yeah, five they don't, games behind. They don't behind. have a run in them. Yeah, five games behind. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, yeah. And uh, talking about settling Davis in that fourth quarter as well, like, looking around... I'll just take a mid-ranger. Yep. You know, not going inside, not trying to put any pressure on that. And again, Okongwu is a very, very good defender, physical, he's mm-hmm. athletic, he's a smart guy, but you've got to at least put him under some sort of pressure when you're Anthony Davis. They just didn't do that at all. But uh, yeah, I, Michael Jordan, do you think he sometimes forgets he owns the, the Hornets? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was looking pissed. pissed. He was pissed. He's competitive. He doesn't I want to know, but it's like it's the Hornets still, you know? Like he's oh, The Hornets team. are good. I know, but they must be frustrating. That's, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because the, the Lakers in this game as well, I think they had two points in the first like seven minutes of this game. They just, it, it looked like this one's going to be an absolute stinker. So they did fight back it was kind of fun seeing Russ just like okay he's gonna maybe have one of those performances but yeah that three-pointer at the end was like all right yeah sure live you know if if that goes in then Russ is like redemption for Russ but it didn't so do you agree with what these guys are sort of saying about like the Lakers oh they stink 
They absolutely stink. I mean, there's, there's talk now. Again, there's more talk about Vo, you know, Vogel. Oh, is he on the hot seat? Why isn't he playing Dwight Howard? I mean, look at that roster. Where is the help coming from? Malik Monk's been okay for them, mm-hmm. but you've got Ariza, Dwight, Carmelo. I mean, Carmelo is fine in ten minutes if it's like, oh, the old guy comes off the bench and shoots and scores. But if you're relying on him to provide you offense in a consistent fashion yeah, every night tough. at thirty-seven. I mean, Mello's been a, he's a Hall of Famer, all that sort of stuff. But defensively, man, he looks about a thousand years old as well. So this is a terrible roster, and uh, I don't know how they're going to sort of turn this around. I don't think they can. And it's interesting with like the injury here to LeBron because on one hand you'd be like, well, who cares? Sit him down for as long as you possibly need to because if you got LeBron and then and you have AD, like you're going to like your chances in most playoff series. But they also, like you guys said, they're so far back really in the standings, chasing a lot of these other teams, like. Okay, that's going to be difficult. And we saw how that went last year. It doesn't work out all that well. It, you know, again, injuries for sure came into play. But yeah. they're they, banged they need up to win the... games is my point right. here to get back in there. Yeah, yeah, they were banged up in the playoffs when it yeah. came to their playoff series against the Suns. But um, it would really help if they had some depth this year. They, they finished that playoff series and they decided we need a third star and they traded everybody for Russell Westbrook. And now they can't win games because they don't have depth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a little catch-22 here. What do you do? Do you sit LeBron? You have to because he has to be healthy in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see what happened last year. Um, but, yeah, I, I, they're a play-in tournament team. Uh, luckily, the 11th seed is far back enough yeah, that they're, they're in for sure. They're pretty locked in. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's it's unlikely with yeah the Nuggets climbing and uh, you know the Clippers are going to get back their stars eventually that the Lakers will be able to jump up. It's uh, – it's a weird, weird year when you're looking at the standings. Even in the Eastern Conference, I'm sure Michael Jordan's there. He, he probably looks at the standings and says, we're four and a half games out of first. You know, they're not way out. No. They could win this thing. So I'm sure he's sitting there in the press box thinking, let's freaking do this. Uh, but the, the Hawks are coming. They're, they're coming for the Hornets. Uh, the Hawks... Uh, you know, even though Nate McMillan said his team was emotionally drunk last night, he was he was basically saying like, "Why are we talking to the refs?" Uh, Trey Trey Young was was great. He said after the game that Tony Brothers told him, "Hey, I've been a ref in this league for like thirty years. I don't want." And Trey Young's like, "I don't care how, how many years you've been coaching Tony Brothers." So I'm not sure if Tony Brothers said that, but that's uh, that's very funny. They started seventeen and twenty five. They've won seven straight, so another twenty four and twenty five. I think Trey has been a part of that defensive turnaround, especially in the fourth quarter. He doesn't have to play defense for four quarters, but he's fighting over screens a little bit more. And then the fourth, uh, and Yekin Kongu, yeah, he's four dunks and even uh, even kind of highlightish. Now I don't yeah. know if I'm biased because I live here, but uh, there's you know it's sort of behind his head, some bad passes, oh, and yeah. he's able to get up and throw them down. Yeah, you gotta love this guy and, and what he brings to this team. So you're a loser of the NBA weekend, or is, well, it, is it is it Tony? Well, I think it's Tony. A couple comments, <laughs> a couple weird comments from from this weekend. Okay, Tony B. If he said to Trey Young, "Hey, listen, I've been in this league. I know what to say. I know what to do. So shut up, Trey Young." I'm not sure what he said. Uh, we don't have a mic. We don't mic up the refs. Uh, but anyways, that's a weird one. Also, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie with the Washington Wizards. Just a, it's been an odd scenario for them. They started ten three. Now they've fallen off. Uh, and he, you know, he uh, really unprovoked. He said. Um, about earlier in the season, he said, I spoke up a little bit early on. It wasn't necessarily welcomed. Uh, and so, I, like I said, I just try and do what's asked of me. At the end of the day, everybody has a role to play. It's about being accountable in your role to the best of your ability. That's really all I've got. It sounds like he's, uh, according to him, he wanted to help out in the locker room, yeah. and his words were not welcomed. Ooh. Sounds like there was a leadership vacuum he thought he could maybe fill. 
Yes. And then <laughs> we're we're like, easy. They're like, relax. <laughs> we don't care. We're just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so who is the operator of that vacuum? It sure seems like it's Bradley well, Beal. It should saying, be Bradley Beal. Saying, I mean. uh, hey, Spence, no words from you, right. uh, which is odd. It's just a couple odd quotes that, again, are not necessarily uh, confirmed that they came from anybody's mouth, but that's what Spencer didn't really doesn't feel right. The Wizards obviously have fallen off. So it was just a bit of a Cinderella start to a team that's not all together. That's, that's for sure. And mm-hmm. last season's Cavs a little bit like that, you know. Really solid start. Make mm. you sort of believe they could be better than they are, but then the wheel's falling off a little bit here yeah. recently. And we'll see if they're active at the uh, mm. trade deadline. Two weeks to go, guys. We might be, we might be here days. in the Classic Factory at any minute for any emergency mm. podcast from here on out. you got to be ready, Lee. I'm ready. All right, don't be taking two hours to make your coffee. you got to be ready to go. <laughs> it's Grinding worth it. your beans. Uh, appreciate it. Sniffing your whiffs. Who do you, you already <laughs> sort of alluded to who you had as a loser the weekend. Well, the wheels may be not officially off the Knicks, but they're certainly uh, stuttering down the road here because playing badly and they've got some real problems because Julius Randle uh, against the Bucks on Friday night. Tommy Beer has a really good breakdown of just lack of interest plays from Julius. He just doesn't appear to be there caring too much on the defensive end he hasn't been talking to the media of course and Nick's got fine I don't think he spoke again after that game as well um, and now they are right now their defense is sort of hanging on somehow 15th in the league like it's not quite as bad as it feels but the Knicks are nowhere near the team they feel like they were last season they're 23 and 27 they're a game and a half out of 10th but that's where the surging Hawks are on their way up and after the Hawks then it's the Boston Celtics, of course, and the Raptors. And, and those just teams feel like out of reach for the Knicks right, right now. Right. So they have to kind of get something together if they are going to make anything out of this season. But this is the thing. Why did they trade for Cam Reddish? Tom Thibodeau's basically just it's said... Weird. He, it's weird. He said, he said at the start, well, he has to sort of earn his minutes. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But now it's kind of like, well, there's no spot for him. It's like, why not? I mean, why not try him at least right now when the Knicks are playing so bad? I think at six or seven, they've dropped here. Um... They need something, and Julius, unfortunately, you know, again, from from where he was last season, where he raised that bar so high, he's just nowhere near competitively that level. They can't rely on him anymore uh, to do it. So something has to change. The Tom Thibodeau second season of... you know, effect is happening as well. I think the Knicks just don't seem to be responding to the way they did last season. And uh, it's really hard to see how they can turn around. Again, they're just uh, below the Washington Wizards who feel like they're sort of falling out. But after that, it feels like the other teams are moving away from the Knicks Mm. and they have to turn it around very, very quickly here. And uh, I'm not sure they can or will. And again, if that was just, okay, Kevin Knox is not a part of their rotation. So let's get Cam Reg and let's just see if he can add something. But they're not really doing that. And they gave up a pick as well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, we thought it was a precursor to something else, and it could still could be. be. Could still be. We've got, a, you've got a little bit of time here, but it doesn't feel like it because there's been no real talk about that secondary move yet. So, mm-hmm. unless it's happening behind the scenes. But, well, I was going to uh, say, who's more likely to make a move in the next 10 days, the Knicks or the Wizards? I mean, I think or the Knicks, man. I think it has to be the Knicks, honestly. I. It's a weird roster uh, because, yeah, Cam Reddish comes in. He's played 15 minutes over five games combined. Uh, so, yeah, lots of DNPCDs happening there. But because they went for it in the offseason, uh, their, their starting lineup and the, and the guys playing in front of Cam Reddish are guys who certain lo- signed long-term deals like Evan Fournier, four for 73. R.J. Barrett is their young player. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly, another young player. They signed Alec Burks to a three-year deal. They kind of just have to cut the bait with some of these guys because right. they just have – 
too many guys on the dance floor oh, at this point. Oh, too, many guys. too many guys. <laughs> you have a song in your head, eh? Yeah. Well, they're, yeah. they're, they're talking as well about, you know, anyone can take Kemba Walker if they want him. Fournier was their big off-season signing. So it's like, you know, these guys, you know, they signed Taj Gibson, they signed Derek Rose. I know Rose has been injured, of course, but it's like they brought back in these guys and now they're like, okay, all those guys we sign, anyone can have them if they want them, mm-hmm. you know. So... Do they give Obi more minutes? I know people are clamoring for more Obi minutes. Mm-hmm. Like to see some, but uh, again, I'm not sure if that necessarily solves anything. But it's like you want to see Thibs at least trying something different. I think at this point, Burks has to go. I think. I think that's the guy because Grimes has been pretty solid, and he's a young guy. Burks is a, a player that's going to be more interesting for a team that thinks they're a piece away and needs somebody that's helping off the bench. Because right now he's just taking up spot a spot for Cam Reddish. So I think. Uh, I don't know that Cam Reddish is an upgrade or a (laughs) downgrade on Alec Burks. Like, it's probably a same grade, all things considered. But I would rather give him an opportunity than Alec Burks where you know what you're getting. Well, Burks is really just there because Kemba Kemba hasn't worked out. So it's all right, you can start then. Okay. I I mean, I don't know if... Julius Randle will be moved here in the next 10 days. I think that, you know, there's a lot of, you hear a lot of buzz about that. Now, a lot of that's probably just Knicks fans yeah. like saying, uh, oh, we would move him, we would move him. You know, R.J. Barrett's really like the, the future star here or maybe even the immediate star. Um, but I don't think it'll be Randle, but the Knicks will do something. I don't think they have to because this is, they're not even, like you said, in a play-in nah. tournament right now, which is crazy. In this East where all these teams are jumbled up. Though I guess if you go on a one-week winning streak, you're suddenly like up three <laughs> spots, so... They got that going for them. Too many teams on the dance floor. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, loser of the NBA weekend. I'm giving it to me by proxy here. Because um, it is official. I just want to lock it in. I lost my Shea Gildas Alexander will be an all-star bet with Trey Kirby that we made. <laughs> What, three seasons ago? Something like that? Wow. It was definitely 1920 season. Yeah, 1920 yeah. season. Uh, the bet was, will he make it? Uh, be an all-star in three years. I said, yeah, I think so. I believe in him. And Trey said, ah, nope, nope. It's uh, He's not going to make it that quick. And the reason I say that is none of us had him on our teams when we were making our reserve picks on, on Friday. I assume you would have been in the same boat. That's mm-hmm. fine. There's there's deserving guards, you know, especially like a DeJounte Murray, even on a team that doesn't have a lot of wins, like the Thunder. Uh, in the Spurs, he would have made it over him and might still. But now, he's definitely not even making it as a potential injury replacement <laughs> because he is injured. Uh, right ankle sprain for SGA. Going to be sidelined through the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be reevaluated in mid-February, so who even knows when he comes back? That sucks. He was injured in the third quarter. I don't know if you saw it there against uh, the Thunder's loss to the Pacers, um, overtime loss to the Pacers. Didn't return, and he was seen on crutches in the boots. So this is a, like a this is a legit injury. Okay, I don't think this is the, the nah, Thunder doing any funny business here. Uh, but it sucks because he's obviously one of my favorite players in the league and uh, had been having look not an efficient season, but obviously was asked to do a lot on that team and did. But I guess the silver lining is. It's Giddy time, baby. Uh, he'll get a majority of those minutes to, to be the point. Yeah, and Giddy has been And he's delivered really, when really he started. Good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I know Andrew Schlecht, our friend, had some stats actually over the weekend about uh, the, the company that uh, Josh Giddy is keeping right now with uh, Oscar Robertson as far as like rookies with rebounds and assists and things like that. So, uh, yeah, he's been, he has been uh, such a, a great thing for the... Uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. A risk when they uh, drafted him number six overall, as we heard on this show live. Yep. Uh, but it's turned out to be the right choice, I think. That's true. And then I will throw in here just another unfortunate injury, uh, the very gross Joe Ingles oh, uh, knee yeah. injury. I will not tell you to go seek out no. that clip uh, because it made me squeamish this morning. Um, I always do that thing where, like, 
Nora's sitting on the other side of the ki- uh, the breakfast table or the kitchen table or whatever. And then I'm like, oh no, you know, yeah. I'll react oh, yeah. like I'll react like crazy, and she thinks something like <laughs> drastic has happened in the world. <laughs> like why, why, why? Like oh, Joe Ingles, you know, hurt his mm. knee. And then then it doesn't sound as crazy, but it was gross. <laughs> it was gross. And the Jazz. I mean, this is this is just a weird season because Mitchell's been out for a very long time now um, mm-hmm. with the concussion. Gobert, I think, has missed four or five. And a bunch of other guys, like you said, like it goes. It's just their entire roster all at the mm-hmm. same time, and they're losing a lot of these games. And now, Ingles is interesting because we brought his name up mm. as a potential guy that maybe could be traded. You know, would the Jazz try and trade like an Ingles or a Clarkson, an offensive-minded guy for a little more defense uh, to help in a playoff series to sort of pair with a Royce O'Neal? And now you, I would assume, nobody's trading for Joe Ingles. Yeah, well, like, like I, I say, I, I don't think we see him again this season. After that, I mean, don't want to play too internet doctory here, but it was one of those yeah, super bad. ugly ones. But the problem with the Jazz is their perimeter defense. Now they look old. Him and Bogdanovich look old on mm-hmm. the uh, on the perimeter. They need some more athleticism, and um, it's it's funny, like the Jazz. You know, we talk regular season, we only worry about the playoffs of them. It feels they're getting further and further away, though, from contending right now. Mm-hmm. And again, you address the injuries to Donovan and Rudy. They're two superstar players there. But it just feels that uh, they're not as impressive as they've been in seasons gone by. So we'll see what happens, but it doesn't look all that good for them right now. They should trade for Alec Burks. Alec Burks. Yeah. <laughs> Former Jazz. Yeah. Joe Ingles is expiring this year, and if he's not going to come back and play this year, you're getting somebody at least who can come and play. <laughs> Call it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, for it's Alec. game winners, I think, didn't he, for the Jazz? Is that right? Am I thinking? I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> they had some big games. They had some 30 point games for sure. It is weird for the Jazz, and it's a bad timing for SGA because the coaches are filling out their ballots right now for the All Star Reserves. Yep. Is Donovan Mitchell a lock? Oh, the way wow, the way they're wow, falling wow, down the standings, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a lot. Timing is important. I think he is, but uh, yeah. Because they're the fourth seed, is it, are they a lot? Are they sort of the the Celtics of last year, where they're locked in two you know two reserves with Jalen and Jason Tatum this year? Is it a lock that uh, that Mitchell joins Gobert? Because Gobert, I think, is a hundred percent a lock. Um, but uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder because there are some guards there I on mean, the periphery, and, like Dejounte Murray, that we yeah, could squeak. Like Jaron Jackson's probably making a pretty strong case too, with the way that he's been playing and the Grizzlies have been playing. I don't think he gets in, but mm-hmm. I think he's in the conversation. <laughs> no, excellent. <laughs> you, we missed you. For what about this guy? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Thursday the reserves are announced, right? That's right. Yep, yeah, the reserves so. are announced on TNT this Thursday, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, I guess soon after that, next week, we'll have the draft at some point. It's just building the the draft. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's just weird if you're a coach right now. It's weird picking a guy that's injured. It's I I would find that odd. Yeah, so you're just saying it's like he's been out for a while. The Jazz are plummeting. Weeks ago, that like two Jazz are making it. Duh. Yeah, but now maybe not so much. I think he's still a lock. So I sort of I, I was kind of surprised. He's actually played forty games already and still twenty five a game. I think he'll. Yeah. I think they'll both make it most likely. Oh, the, mm-hmm. Jazz, the Jazz went from you know potential starter to zero all stars. That would just be outrage in Utah, wouldn't it? I mean, are they getting? They're definitely getting Rudy, but uh, yeah. I think they also get Donovan. Okay, two Suns, two Jazz. Yeah. There's probably a another warrior. Three warriors. Yeah, three yeah. warriors. What Bismack Biombo can't make it? Oh, you're saying? oh he gets Joe, my vote. Luca. Mav, yeah. Yeah, he's that's, in. You're getting up there. Yeah. You're running out of spots. That's, that's how many is that? Five already there? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you should have listened to our podcast. Where's the Towns? <laughs> you got to have a Towns in there. Oh, no, he's <laughs> a lock. Oh, Towns man. He's yeah. a lock. 
Yeah. I think he's a lock. They're a 500 He had a triple-double over the weekend. Yeah. We didn't even bring yeah. him up in Winners of the Weekend. All right, let's hear from you guys, though. Uh, any other losers here at the table in the Classic Factory that you want to do? <laughs> Four well, losers at uh, the table. Us, yes, <laughs> but we're always on the list. Uh, but let's hear from you guys in the stream team. Drop them in the comments. Tweet at us, at NoDunksInc. Your winners or losers of the uh, very busy NBA weekend. Let's take one more break. When we come back, Lee's got a disappointing you ah, yeah. <laughs> we were definitely uh, not all that pumped. when I saw it I thought ah funny a legit funny and then I looked at it and I'm like oh, I don't know if it's actually that funny yeah anymore. stick around for that <laughs> excellent tweet if you're as obsessed with basketball as I am then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs hey guys this is JJ Reddick twice a week I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast the old man and the three I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, <laughs> let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. All right, Leah. Uh, yeah. Possible tweets yeah. that make us chuckle. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, because, uh, you know, I, I'm not a big pigskin head, but uh, there was a huge football story over the weekend. There was. Where uh, TB12, is he still 12 down in uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay? Anyway. Yeah, Tom Brady. You know, he, he, it came out that he was retiring. Huh, is he? Well, exactly. So that was the big story. It was like, oh, Tom Brady's retiring. And then it was like, you know, when you get a scoop like that, you don't want to be wrong. And then apparently Tom Brady called up and said to the Bucks, no, I haven't retired. So I don't know what was going on, but I saw a really funny Photoshop tweet. It came in from Chase Hughes, who, followed, who uh, covers the Washington Wizards. And he put up this one. He said, Tom Brady in three years' time. And there he is. <laughs> this is, uh, for everybody listening, Tom Brady photoshopped into a Wizards jersey like he's Michael Jordan. Back. When I first saw that came through, I got a genuine chuckle out. I thought, that's a really, really good tweet. It's had like 90,000 likes as well. So it had, did get some good traction there. It was nice. just... Uh, Whose head did they put Tom Brady on? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, mm. Number nine, was that like a Jared Jeffries? Well... Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Kenny Smith. Uh, I don't believe that was Jared. Yeah. I thought that would be an Andre Blatch type number, but I guess not. What yeah. about um? Who was? I thought E. Jean Leon was number nine, Ooh. but again, I mean, it's not. Could be <laughs> you him. know, you know, that could be him. Those are long arms. What, All right. Who is that Ukrainian guy? What number oh, was he? Oleg someone? Oleski or yeah. Alexei uh, Pekarov or something like? Most did he? Even play okay, for here's your, here's your number nines uh, for the Washington Wizards. Dave Stallworth and Jim Jones. Oh. <laughs> they're they're too early. They're uh, pre two thousand seven. Since then, Darius Sungaila. 
Oh, I, I think this is Darius Sengaila. Oh, Jan Vesely. Paul Davis, oh, Cedric the- Jack- Jackson, Gilbert Arenas, Richard Lewis, Martel Webster, Sheldon Mack, Ramon Sessions, Chasson Randall, Chris Chioza, and current number nine, Denny Avdia. This has got to be a Darius Sengaila body. Um, yeah. Gilbert Arenas was zero, wasn't he? I guess he came back to the Wizards, oh. and he wore number nine wow. when he wow. came back in the eventually. I don't know. You, yeah. said, you said the stream team was saying um, Jan Vesely? Yeah, yeah, so I saw just, someone. He I was mean. number six, though, wasn't he? Number 24, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but I guess number you could six. Photoshop yeah, a number, pick. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but why would you pick nine? You would pick 12 if you're Photoshopping a number yeah, for Tom good Brady. Point. That's Darius Sungaila is what I'm saying. All right, okay. Oh, okay. okay, go yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, what do you think about uh, Tom Brady retiring when he's leading the league in, in passing yards? Is he really? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's going to have to retire at some point, I suppose, <laughs> isn't he? You know? I mean... I guess technically, yes. Uh, <laughs> but wow, what a what a bad weekend though for Shefty, you know, because he's the woge of the uh, NFL well, world. Some, I mean, pe- some people think Tom Brady's camp leaked this to Shefty to make him look like an idiot. Really? Yes, 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 yes. Hmm. <laughs> I saw also someone saying Tom Brady wants to not retire until February four or something like that because he, he gets, gets paid a, or he something. gets paid twenty million. I'm like, does he need? <laughs> 20 more million on top yes. of what he's yes. earned and his potential earnings? I mean, is he running at that There's close? a reason rich people are rich. Oh, I know, but I mean, <laughs> wow, if he needs that 20 mil, then uh, he's going to run out of money at hey, some point. Hey, speaking of retiring and tweet of the night and all yeah. that, I can't believe you didn't go with this one from At Ball is Life 26 years ago today. 36 year old Magic Johnson returned to the NBA. Oh, yeah. And uh, put up a line. Five years after his last game, that was pretty damn good. Do you know what he put up in his first game back there in five years? If you had to guess. Uh, 11 points, 9 assists. 19 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. <laughs> wow. It was yeah, against the Warriors, I think. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. had a nasty fake on yes, Spreewell. Yes, that's the what I do remember. Oh, yeah. He remembers that. Yeah, yeah, and he played yeah. 27 minutes, too. Pretty good stat line. Yeah. Okay. He had all week for Tweet of the Night, and uh, had a good one. I didn't mind it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, that's not a bad one. We can talk a little TB12 or TB9 in this case. <laughs> God is talking about, uh, who was it? Darius Sungaila. Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why the sickos tune into this show. Okay, uh, pick them results from Friday night. Tass, I got some bad news, my mm-hmm. man. It's over for you. You have officially yeah. lost the month I'm, of January. I'm retiring from Pick'em, like Tom Brady. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, man. it was the, uh, this brought to you by BetMGM. It was the Utah-Memphis game, and Memphis was favored uh, by three and a half at home. Uh, Tass swerved. You sort of was forced to swerve because you were trailing these guys by a couple games. Right. And uh, Utah lost by enough uh, for these guys to get the Grizzlies yeah. win. So. At least I don't have to pick tonight. That's why I'm a winner. We don't have to pick We're tonight because it's tonight. January wow. 31st. I'm on fire, baby. I should be picking right now. <laughs> get on Give me a game. Gym. Give me a line. Give me a line. I'll tell you who's going to win. I'm 13-6 and six, Take uh, that Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies uh, oh, Grizzlies-Sixers game. Yeah. Okay, what's I'm the line? Guessing, I'm guessing the, the Sixers are probably favorite by... Three and a half, I think. Oh, that much is it? <laughs> I'm guessing. So. Sixers <laughs> by three and a half in Philly. Yeah, it's in Philly. Grizzlies playing well, but so have Embiid. Uh, give me the Grizzlies. It's only two points on uh, ESPN. Mm, Oh, it's a little tighter now. I'll take the Grizzlies. Uh, Anyway, I went 13 and 6 in the month of January. Trey and Lee, 9 and 10. You guys tied. And uh, like I said, Tass uh, will be having to pay off January because of the loss. Coming in last place, 6 and 13. Rough month. Uh, Yes. For you. But uh, I mean, it happens. I was there. Yeah, we got some pickums to pay off at some point. Two for me, two for you. Yeah. What are we going to do? Uh, I'd like to do a dog shock collar at some point in the uh, coming weeks. <laughs> JD, we can we can really do it anytime you want. I'm ready. 
Well, I have it right here in the drawer. I mean, I guess. Well, we were advised to have a paramedic standing. I'm not there. having a paramedic. It's not. You're not gonna. <laughs> How, you, I have a health sciences degree. That's not that crazy of a shot. Okay, all right. Uh, we can keep him alive until, <laughs> until assistance arrives. <laughs> I uh, and also, I was thinking, like, I want to do like a simple one. I, I was um, suggesting I do a mustache, straight up mustache, either for a show or for a week or something like that. I thought I could tie in like the best mustaches in NBA history or something. I'd make some real nice content for our YouTube channel out of it. Content. But I was hoping I could wait until Nora, my wife goes home to Canada because her sister's uh, having a baby. Mm. Any day now. Come on, Eileen. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's with an A, guys. It's with an A. Uh, but, uh, Midnight Runners. Ah. <laughs> didn't think we'd Maybe be talking go. about them today. No, you didn't. talking about 80s movies. Earlier. But anyway, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do the mustache at some point. Okay. So what are you going to be doing? I don't know. I haven't oh, thought about that we thought of a good one. content. We thought of a good one involving uh, Chuck Swirsky a little bit, inspired oh, by Chuck Swirsky. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, you, yeah I yeah. think uh, the, also the uh, Eric Reed for a show would be a good one for you. That's Ooh, in your wheelhouse. That's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Cast doing an Eric Reed impersonation, yeah. I'll, I'll show. Okay. I do have a clogged nose. I can uh, <laughs> I can do an Eric Reed right now. You've been a little stuffy over the last couple of shows. Mm, yeah. <laughs> too much uh, composting. Non-COVID illness. Okay, yes. Good, good. Stuff the magic dragon nose. It's happening right Right now. Can I interest you in some athletic green? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say a turtleneck. <laughs> Warm up that throat. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, if you have another idea for pick and payoff, let us know uh, in the YouTube comments or tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. Email in your questions, no dunks at theathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at No Dunks Inc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks and get yourself some No Dunks merch. Like the We the No Dunks hoodie for all you uh, diehard Raptors fans. There it is. Uh, over at nodunks.com. And did you see our new um, mm. No Dunks rocker shirt, Nirvana yes. inspired shirt? Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, I'll be wearing mine soon, I guess. Well, as soon as you get it? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you get your uh, free one for working on the show? Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> I can't wait. So go to nodunks.com for your No Dunks gear. We'll be back here in the Classic Factory. Hashtag full squad tomorrow. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, looking at this Knicks on the roster here, it's official. Too many Knicks on the roster. Too many Knicks. <laughs> Race the day, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.